cliffcentral.com. Welcome to Opinion Booth with moi, Sonia Booth. Today's title, today's topic, divorce selfie, or more importantly, hashtag divorce selfie and what's in a name. My guest today is Debbie Bright. She's a counseling psychologist. She's got a very, very long resume. And um, when she starts talking, when she starts engaging, she'll elaborate more on uh, what she actually does. I mean, it's a breakdown of a whole host of hosts of titles, right? If I were to read them, the hour would be up. That's how accomplished. <laughs> I'm not sure it's that extensive at all. That's how accomplished this woman is. Debbie Bright. That's my guest today. So Debbie, first of all, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Sonia. Yeah. So what was your first thought when you first saw hashtag divorce selfie? And are we becoming true centennials where everything has to be a hashtag? Are we hashtag obsessed? Goodness gracious, that's a lot of questions in one go. <laughs> um, when I first saw the hashtag divorce selfie, I had no idea at all what you were talking about. So I had to do a quick Google and, um, and then I see that there's actually quite a lot of information about this new trend. Um, I guess we have become, um, hashtag before, for one time of a better <laughs> term. Um, but, but, but it's, it's a way of, it's certainly a way of, um, of people representing their experience in this day and age. Um, it's the way we talk to each other. It's the way we communicate. Um, it's the make, the way we make sense of our lives. So the hashtag sort of makes sense and divorce selfie, I guess, um, um, is a new way of unearthing trends in divorces. D- divorce couples. Now, if there's anybody out there who is asking, what is Sonia talking about? Okay. So divorce selfie. So divorced couples now take healthy selfies to mark the end of their marriages in a new trend. We all know that uh, marriages are usually dissolved after the development of irreconcilable issues. But a new trend has shown that should not always be the case as people now end their matrimonies amicably. Divorced couples are now taking selfies, happy selfies that is, well, we don't know if they're happy or not, but I mean, selfie nonetheless, to mark the end of their marriages as more and more couples now share photos of themselves just after finalizing their divorce. These pictures show couples holding their divorce decree and smiling. Debbie, hmm. do you think such couples do this to say we are parting amicably, we are civil towards each other, or do you think this is the new way to announce to their family and friends without having to tell them individually, sending emails to the mom, you know, mm. the dad, the grandparents, the aunties in Ireland and all of that? Do you think it's just their way to say, okay, there we go, we're announcing to the world, we are parting ways, here's our divorce decree? I think it's many things. Um, it's probably different um, for different couples. There are probably as many divorces as there are marriages. Um, you know, my... my, my I'm a little bit of a cynic, so my first hunch was, you're right, you know, that's just a way of, um, you know, is it authentic, is it real, is it not just PR? Um, I wasn't entirely sure, but then the more I, I looked at some of the examples of people doing this, there, there does seem to be a, a genuine element to it, at, at least. Um, none of us ever know what's going on behind closed doors or what these pictures really mean, but... Um, if, if nothing else, I just thought the trend was perhaps aspirational in the sense that most people um, know the best way of doing something and aspire to doing it that way. Whether they get it right in the long term or not is another thing. I was wondering this morning um, whether um, if you if, if these people posted another selfie in three months time, what it would look like. Um, so, so I think so, some of them are authentic. Sometimes it's PR. Um, maybe it's even a bit sarcastic. Um, or But... Um, but certainly aspirational. Probably that's the best way of getting divorced if it's at all possible. <laughs> I like I like your observation, and uh, you know that 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 the trend has become so popular over the past few years, with couples taking to Instagram in particular to share photos of their last moments together. Mm. I mean, some people are obviously doing it on Facebook as well, and some are trending the hashtag on uh, on on Twitter. 
This one particular lady who's obviously posing, showing the divorce decree, uh, posing with the husband and the caption on Instagram says, starting my new beginning on a good note, off to Galena for a work trip with my sister, girls weekend here I come, hashtag divorce selfie, hashtag new chapter, hashtag put the kids first. What is your opinion on the last hashtag? Put the kids first. Look, I think that's, um, you know, the, 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 the first few things for me, um, might have elements of denial and, and her trying to be positive and trying to forge forward. The put the, the kids first probably, um, is the crux of why any of this is happening. I, I, um, you know, we, we, we do know that, um, Divorce isn't really the thing that does, that, 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 um, affects children that significantly, significantly. It's more the way it's handled by the parents. So, so again, it comes down to the aspirational nature. So the put the kids first is great. And in that way, the kids can see that the parents can still get on and still have a conversation and don't hate each other. So I'd probably be quite supportive of, of that piece of it. Um, I'm more, um, I'm more concerned about the, the earlier bit because that sounds a hell of a lot like denial to me. Um, <laughs> is that, is that, is that what you were saying? Um, yeah, but with the best of good intentions and, um, you know, there's stages to loss. You know, divorce is a loss. Even if it's time for the relationship to end, it's a loss. Um, and, 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 you know, one of the stages of loss is denial. And that's a little bit like denial talk to me. Uh, I stand to be corrected because obviously I've never met this person. Yes. Um, but that was my hunch. Um, is that she's really trying to be okay Someone commented Here's to the most friendly Respectful and loving Split imaginable We smile not because it's over But because it happened Can a divorce be friendly And can a split be loving I think so You know it's Generally speaking it's not really the norm you, um, It all exists on a continuum Like anything in life Um I think what, what we're talking about here are two types of people divorcing. Either it's really emotionally mature people who are able to sort of take their emotions in hand and say, um, we're just going to do this in the best possible way. If we're going to proceed with this, we're going to do it. Um, and we're going to do it well. Um, and then the, the other couple are the, are the couple that have truly grappled with their marriage for some years and have come to the end of the road and, and are somewhat healed even by the time they, they, they land up in court. So, and, and the decision is mutual. The decision is very seldom mutual to divorce. Somebody's just going with it or somebody's capitulating or somebody has no choice and somebody else generally wants out. Um, but I think a lot of these pictures are talking about people who are tending towards a mutual decision. Um, and then it's a bit easier to walk away when you both want it or you're both over it. Another couple sends social media into a frenzy when she, the lady that is, uh, posted a picture of her and her ex outside a courthouse just minutes after finalizing their breakup. The picture was shared more than 30 times, 30,000 times, 30, 000, rather, good before she had to make her <laughs> Facebook page private. Okay. It's a lot, right? 30,000 yeah. times, right? Yeah. Sharing the photo on Facebook, she revealed that she and her ex-husband ended their marriage respectfully, thoughtfully, and honorably. And they plan to harmoniously co-parent their children. Someone commented, this hashtag divorce selfie trend is quite refreshing. Mm. Celebrating that a relationship happened and ended on good terms. What are your thoughts? You see, that one again sounds to me really tending towards authenticity. That the way she puts it across there doesn't seem quite as um, hollow and, and, and maybe even braggy as the, 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 the one we discussed just now. Um, that again, you know, people do sometimes go through a process of separation counseling um, or actually divorce counseling if they get to a point where they realize they're not going to win in their marriage and they just want to do it. Um, that they, they, they want to handle the separation as best they can. And so if they've really worked through it and they've grieved and they've cried their tears and they've already had their fights, um, you know, maybe you do get to the point where, where, where you're able to, to say this is probably for the best. It's a new chapter and we'll be okay. Um, and again, we'll prioritize our children. I know, because at the, at the end of the day, um, you know, am I 
right in saying that the most affected in this uh, would be the kids, especially when the kids are still very young. Is that, is that a, is that a fact? It is a factor, of course, and I'm not even convinced that the age of the children, um, determines the intensity of what they go through. Um, I think different age children experience different things when their parents divorce. There's a school of thought that says that adults whose parents divorce go through much more, much more turmoil, um, mm. than children. It's, it's just, it's just a view held by some people. Interesting. Um, um, I guess, um, it makes you reevaluate your entire childhood and wonder what you missed. That I see, um, I see. But um, um, uh, yes, children are the, probably the most effect, affected. But I truly believe that they're most affected um, by nastiness in the in in the fire rather than by the actual splits. You know, children generally are quite resilient and. Um, as long as a lot of their structure and frame and love is held in place. Um, you know, it might not be the worst thing for them. Mm. Um, another post, the caption reads, here's Chris Newman and I yesterday after filing for divorce, but we're smiling. Yes, we are cookie like that. We're smiling because we've done something extraordinary. We think anyway, part of that, that was part mm. of the caption. Another woman shared her divorce selfie with the caption in front of the courthouse Cheers to the rest of our lives apart. Hashtag divorce selfie. These couples seem really happy in the divorce selfies. Are they? That's my question. Do you look at some of these pictures and think to yourself, was their marriage so <laughs> bad that they feel the need to pose, smile and show a thumbs up? I mean, you, you, I, mm. I sent you a picture of that guy yes, with a yes. thumbs up. I'm yeah. not sure what that's about. Can we call this an oversharing syndrome, perhaps? Yeah, look, it's, you know, things aren't really official until they happen on social media anymore. That's certainly the, the truth. Um this particular couple, um, the guy with the thumbs up, um, f- for me, there's, there's, there's a sort of sarcastic tone to this. I'm, I'm not, I'm not quite sure <laughs> I'm, that's, I'm also, that that's genuine. I'm um, also picturing yeah. it. Yeah. And yeah. I, I, it looks, it looks very much like they could just as well turn, turn around and stab each other in the face. So, um, <laughs> and his eyes, right? I yeah. mean, you, you look, he's, he's, he's got a smirk yeah. on as well. I mean, he's like a thumbs up and then the eyes are very telling yeah. and then there's a smirk, but then sh- she looks kind of happy. No, don't you think she's happy? It's over. No. Am I reading too much into I this don't picture? No, Sonia. It's, 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 it's quite strange to me. The, the the whole trend but but all that i have picked up from from my own research is that there's there seems to be many different tones to each of these couples doing this thing yes um you know i know a lot of women go out and 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 throw themselves a divorce party um the day that their decree is granted um welcoming in their new life and celebrating with their friends and um and and making the most of the fact that it's finally done um but um you know, so I think it's just a different experience for different people. And of course, the merits of each divorce have a lot, um, you know, have a lot to consider. A gay man shared a selfie with his ex just after their divorce and told of how their judge was compassionate. Told them that they were having a fabulous divorce. I'm not sure, but, you mm. know, a fabulous divorce is the can you have a fabulous divorce? What is a fabulous divorce? No, Sonia, this is <laughs> denial again. You know, people are, are just trying to maybe make the most of it. Um, um, I don't know if you can have a fabulous divorce. That's sarcastic. <laughs> you know, it's, it's still a loss. And that was from a judge, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe a judge with a sense of humor, a judge not wanting to be vulnerable. You know, I, I, when you f- actually, you know, you ask about my first thoughts, I, I did wonder if, if we're just so immune in this day and age to being vulnerable and just saying this really sucks and it's really awful and my heart is broken, um, that, that, that there's almost this automatic recovery because, um, you know, feeling some sort of public shame or, or, or humiliation, um, around the breakdown of a relationship is just so off-putting. So we go the other way and deny it and put divorce selfies on Instagram. I'm not sure. You know, on on the topic of uh, hashtag divorce selfie, there seems to be another trend called the last dinner date Hmm. to say goodbye. Would you personally encourage couples to go on their last dinner date as a form of closure? Look, I'd encourage it, but whether it's realistic or not is is a whole nother thing. You know, um, uh, most couples at that point are 
nowhere near They're wanting. Of each exactly, other, they really the last <laughs> thing they want to do is is spend any more time with this person. Um, it's all you know. We, we can talk all the the kind of boring therapy talk, which has value of. Um, you know, sort of closure and resolution and honoring the person and honoring the time you've spent together. And all of that is true. But we also have to ask, is it realistic? What would, what would this evening look like? Where would you, you, you know, what would they discuss? It's quite idealistic. But then again, for some people, it isn't. Some people seem to nail it. Um, but, um, I'm not entirely convinced. I think it's a good idea, but there are many good ideas around. And then can we, Buy a bottle of champagne. Can we order a bottle of champagne, or is that pushing it? <laughs> well, you might just start the at, whole at cycle the din- again. At the end of the day, no, no, you you wouldn't recommend champagne. No, is that sending the wrong message to the other partner? Like if oh, I'm like a the, celebration. if I'm the one ordering that champagne, um, you know, oh. during our last dinner date, um, mm. am I sending the wrong message to my partner? <laughs> well, I, I, I'm not sure. Um, I'm not sure what, what, what the tone of such an <laughs> evening would really be. I can hardly even imagine it. Um, and the champagne might get you right back to square one, um, you know, if you're not careful. Oh, my word. You're right. The, the, the next um, item, if I may, for lack of a better word, you know, now that we're on the subject of um, hashtag divorce uh, selfie, we're also going to be talking about what's in a name. And the reason that came to mind, the reason it came to being a topic uh, or a title for today's show was because of a Facebook post um, a while ago. Because I get a lot of um, inspiration from conversations that people are having on social media, be it Instagram, Twitter. But um, Facebook is my preference because you're able to express and have dialogue without um, the limitation of 140 characters that sure. you have on uh, on Twitter, which can be frustrating. Yes. <laughs> so I, eng- I engage a lot with, um, you know, fellow uh, fr- uh, Facebook friends, followers, whatever you, and um, I get a lot of content uh, from that. And somebody posted a while ago, why wouldn't a woman change her name after getting married, um, uh, getting divorced rather? And people all shared uh, their varying comments and it, it, it became serious. And some people actually, you know, got a bit nasty to a point where some of the people ended up being blocked Mm. and people were, you know, throwing uh, unpleasantries at the other people and some people were called gold diggers and all of that. No, you wouldn't change your surname. Otherwise, you you were not going to be getting the benefits from your husband who's a billionaire, blah, blah, blah. I mean, people can be nasty and Mm. people make assumptions. So I thought to myself, you know, why not throw it in seeing that we, we, we are talking about, you know, divorce selfies and what people do um, as a way of, you know, what do you do when you part ways? Is it amicable? Is it not? Do we pose for a picture or not? Do we tell the whole world or not? Blah, blah, blah. Many women keep their husband's surname after a divorce. And some people comment that if it is a powerful surname, then why change it? Mama Matikizela Mandela kept her surname after her divorce to the late Udata Madiba Mandela. Are these people insinuating that Madigizela was not powerful enough and that Mama Winnie needed the Mandela surname? What is your opinion? I'm not sure. You know, she'd been, I think, so much part of the struggle. And in a sense, I don't know if she feels entitled to that surname. Um, I think she had children, you know, with that surname, which which is relevant. I think the insinuation that that she's holding on to it for some sort of greed and power is probably a little unkind. Um, I think that people are so far removed. You know, if you change your name, your surname when you get married, by the time you divorce decades later, you might be so far removed from from Winnie Madikazela, for example. Who is that person? When last was I her? Um, it might actually have less to do with the with with, with the. Um, it might have less to do with the things that we're talking about and more just to do with her own identity, that when she looks in the, mir- the mirror, that's who she is and it's who she's been. And even if the marriage is soured, it doesn't change the name that she's called herself for, for how many years, you know? Mama Grasa Michelle kept her surname after marrying Tata Madiba. Mm. Can one assume the Michelle surname was superior to mm. Madiba in this case, especially when you consider 
both the late Samora Michelle and mm-hmm. Madiba were inspirational, mm-hmm. influential, powerful, and that they both left such indelible, indelible marks and created such legacies. Mm. How about Grasa Michelle Madiba? Look, I think, I guess if we did an opinion poll, um, it would probably be quite, quite divided on that point. I see the benefits of, of the double barrel in that case. I, I don't know why she did that. Perhaps it was because she was quite a bit older at the point at which that relationship started. So maybe again, her identity was intact. Um, um, I, I'm not sure. I, I, um, if I were her, I might have double-barreled it, but I'm not sure why she didn't. I'm not sure though about the implication then that the that 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 the the the, fam- the families are being played off against each other in terms of seniority or superiority, in terms of status or or accomplishments. Um, I, I, I'm not sure about that. I don't know if that would even have come into the reckoning. Maybe it was an honouring of 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 her of her husband um, of her previous husband. Um, I wonder what conversations went on behind closed doors about that, if any. So you reckon on she kept the Michelle surname honouring uh, the late Samora Michelle, but what about uh, Madiba's yeah. uh, surname and legacy? It's possible. I, I'm not. I'm. I'm not at all sure. Um, you know, some some cultures don't change their surnames at all. I, I was thinking this morning about Islamic um, Islamic marriages. Um, the, the brides in those instances um, never never take their husband's surname. Um, I, I certainly can't speak for um, for Grace and Michelle as to what her, what her um, um, intentions and motives were, but it is interesting. Um, but I really just don't know. It gets you thinking, right? It does get you these thinking. Are the things but I have no answer to that question. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, it, it's fine. I mean, these, these are just the things that yeah. go on in my head when uh, different conversations are had on uh, on social media, yeah. in, in particular, because it gets you thinking. Because then you're like, mm, that's an interesting mm. observation. You know, you, you you must realize that a lot of the things that I talk about in in the show, um, those are the things that people are conversing about yeah. um, I'm just using mm. the platform to I mean I, I know sometimes it can be a bit hectic for me to be posing mm. that question to you because now you, you think I've myself, never met the lady. Mm, <laughs> I, I've never met her but I would like to ask her personally but I mean yeah. for me it's just to get the psyche if there is around mm. you know this whole thing because you know what I was thinking Sonia is is that um, sometimes in um, I have you know I do know of situations where a um, an ex-wife has retained her husband's surname and possibly, um, you know, possibly almost to spite future partners, you know, his future partners. You know, you can be his next wife, but I was always his first. Uh-huh. Um, I was the mother of his first children, all of those things. Sometimes it is loaded. Um, and it's possible. I certainly am not, I, I, don't, I, I suspect it isn't the case for, um, for um, you know, the ladies that we're talking about, but sometimes they'll res- um Sometimes a new wife will resist taking her husband's surname because somebody else already owns that title. Um, but then it becomes a little bit ugly and a little bit um, around spite and arrogance and ego. Yeah, clash um, of the egos. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> the, uh, top three reasons uh, divorcing mums keep their married surnames. And um, I think one, which is that the top, 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 um, a lot of ladies say for the kids. Mm. They want to have the last, um, the same last name as their children. Of course. Yeah. Melissa tweeted, divorce was confusing enough for children that age. I didn't want their friends and school to have the additional confusion of a different last name for their mom. I may marry again in the next year or two, and I won't change my name if I do for the same reasons. Mm. One mom not only kept her ex-husband's last name, when she had a daughter in her new relationship, she gave her daughter a hyphenated, or as some people say, double barrel surname that combined that of her exes with her daughter's father's last name. Sure. Is it complicated much? No, that's very complicated. <laughs> and it, yeah. Um, and if you, you're trying not to confuse your children and overwhelm them, that, that, you know, uh, I'm sure there are reasons for that and maybe there's sensitivities within that exact, you know, the, the family in question, but, but that does get a bit confusing. And, and really children, um, for the most part, you know, children are a product of their mom and their dad, and they really should keep their surname um, and, unless there's some heinous reason not to, you know. Author April Massini, who 
um, has written about four books. Um, she's a relationship expert. Mm. She says if a woman changes her last name after a divorce and her kids see that there are now two homes and mom's got a different name than we do, there's more upset, mm. more confusion and more transition, as well as an unerred feeling of loss from the name change. However, if the marriage was so bad that the name change is liberating, in spite of the transition the kids go through as a, as a result, it can be a positive change. She warns that keeping a married name can keep you stuck in a, a romantic relationship that has since ended. I mean, you, you touched on this already mm. about other women insisting on keeping their husband's surname to spite the future, the future wife, mm. because now it's, as you said, the clash of the egos that, you know, I was, I was his first, um, I was the first Mrs. Smith or whatever. So April goes on to say, if you have fond feelings or can't let go of the fact that you're no longer connected by marriage, keeping your married last name after divorce is a way to hold on. Massini says it's also a way to thwart a subsequent marriage your ex may enter into by being the other Mrs. So-and-so. Perfect example. I'm not sure if you know of um, the Gigabas, uh, Minister yes, yes, yes. of... Finance. Finance, yes. His ex-wife kept her surname. She's still referred to as Mrs. Or she kept the surname, sure. Gigaba. I forgot what her first name is. And he's married now mm. to a lady called Noma who's made, you know, news um, for all sorts of reasons. Um, I'm not going to delve into that. <laughs> but the reason I'm mentioning that as an, as an example is that there, I, I read an article a couple of years ago or last year even where both the gigabas, the, both the ladies boarded a flight. They both sat down, fastened their seatbelts, but um, problem came when they noticed that the flight was overbooked. So you had the two Gigabas sure. on the plane on the same flight on the on the on the same flight, and because the one had checked in before the other, the one was booted off, and then the one went on social media to say the real Mrs. Gigaba mm. boarded the flight, and the other one was kicked out. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, you, you can just imagine like what a mess this is because they'll always be. One referring to herself as the mm. original, mm. the the first, the real yeah. Mrs. Gigaba. I mean, how how can the kids like? What are the ramifications? Because the kids are going to grow up, right? And they are going to come across this on social mm. media. Like, what are the implications? Um, in your mind, like. What do you make of all of this? I don't know. I don't know if there's really implications for the children in that sense. It's just really nasty. And I guess that if you if you don't allow yourself to mourn properly and grieve through a loss, there there there, there is the the potential to become really bitter. You know, I you know the 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 um the instance that I cite, which is a little bit of a trend where divorcing couples, um, the wives want to hold on to their names for a little bit, um, you know, out of spite or bitterness. Usually, that should um, metabolize into something else There should be a, a moment where they say oh, You know this really is unnecessary I'm over this now I've moved on um, I, I think it's a transitional phase that bitterness But if the bitterness becomes long standing Then it's uh, um, you know you kind of wonder Who's being most damaged by it I suspect it's not the children I suspect it's the, the person who's carrying All of that poison inside themselves um, it, um, that, that, that sort of ugliness in the aftermath of a divorce Should really have a, a, a shelf life um, if you know what I mean. Yes. The, 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 the second reason, uh, which, um, you know, a lot of women, uh, mentioned as one of the reasons why they keep their surname after a divorce was to maintain a consistent identity. My friends, uh, who are doctors, uh, mentioned professional consistency. I have um, a lady friend who's a, a gynecologist and she uses a, a double barrel or hyphenated uh, surname. And uh, she sent me a message because uh, I, I, I quizzed. Um, I was curious mm. as to why she kept her, dub uh, well, rather had a double barrel surname. And she says, um, a friend of mine 
Mbumi calls it generational wealth. This is her friend now. Mm. So my dad is a gynecologist. I am a gynecologist. In order for the legacy to continue, it was important for me to keep my surname. Why not just Dr. Shimange? Mm. She, she goes on to say. My son's are Matsosis. That's, mm. that's the same name because her, her name is Dr. Lusanda Shimange Matsosi. Sure. I know it's a mouthful. <laughs> I'm not sure how she fills out her application for oh, what a pain. Yes. <laughs> I know. I know. I, I love you, Dr. Lusanda. You know that. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know she's going to be listening to the podcast. My son's are Matsosis. And if there's going to be a legacy and generational wealth, be it from me or their father, they should benefit, right? Mm-hmm. It's all about legacy and we need to start embracing it. Now, my question is, it's all very well that we are continuing with the legacy of the man, mm-hmm. that is the husband here. What now happens to the legacy of me as, as a mother? Like I, I find myself questioning that. I mean, I, I changed my surname because it, it, it was part of tradition and to, to be honest, I didn't even think about it. I mean, it wasn't uh, a conversation that I digested or that I had with other married women or, you know, with, with, with people that had either opted for a double barrel surname uh, mm-hmm. to see if I could um, also take on a double barrel surname. It was just one of those things just where, you know, he proposed, we got married, we got our, uh, our marriage certificate in church after signing the marriage mm-hmm. uh, register. And that was it. But, you know, as time goes, um, I, I start questioning myself, you know, why didn't I opt for a double barrel surname, number one, for example, mm. or why didn't I just stick to being a bully? Mm. That's, as some people call it, a maiden name. But I mean, you know, the word maiden, I mean, that's that's a different story uh, for mm. another day altogether. But I, I, I struggle with that. Can you take me through why it's, it's become the norm uh, to carry on with the man's legacy and the woman's legacy falls away if if I may Look, if I may say I mean, that you know it's probably just a result of patriarchy um which which, which probably should be disturbed and disrupted a little bit um th- there are more trends i think for for the the wives to to hold on to their maiden names or at least double barrel it like you say um um certainly i think it's just as you very very well point out we just Often we just do what we've always done and all we know and don't necessarily consider alternatives until um, we're a little bit further down the line, 30s, 40s, 50s, and start realizing that there are other ways of doing these things. Um, I know quite a few people who've actually changed their names further, you know, further down the line. Um, and then I also know the, the, the opposite, where, where somebody's held on to their maiden name, possibly for, um, for more professional reasons, that everybody knows me by that name. Yes. Um, um, th- th- that's the name that my qualifications are in, that my professional registrations are in that name. And then later might grow to a point where they want to honor the family that they've created and then, and then double barrel or almost in, in, in retrospect. So there's, that's sort of the other side of the coin. But I know I'm not really answering your question at that point in time. Excuse <laughs> we'll, we'll, my we'll, tangent. No, we'll, we'll get to it. We'll yeah. get to it. Another lady commented, people had known me by this name for the last 11 years. Moreover, my degree, and mm. you, yes. you've alluded to that already, That's my degree deal, yeah. and all my certificates were mm. in my married name. I'd been married for so long that everywhere I went, former students called me Mrs. Thompson. Exactly. So there was no avoiding that. Mm. When Sandra... Lamoges, that's her surname. Sandra Lamoges divorced nine years ago. Her career as a speaker and author was just gaining momentum. She says, if I returned to using my maiden name, it would have been like starting from scratch, she says. Mm. So I kept Lamoges. However, I innovated. My ex-husband's family pronounces Lamoges the American way, Lamoges. Okay. I made it my own by pronouncing it the Italian <laughs> she way, La Mogazzi. <laughs> so, I mean, this was, you yeah. know, a creative way, she calls it an innovative way for her mm-hmm. to keep the surname, but, you know, changing the pronunciation. I mean, I'm not sure how that would have helped because, I mean, other people would have still pronounced it the American course, way yes, as yeah. she calls it. I mean, the point is mm-hmm. it was, she still kept the surname, but I mean, I understand because, I mean, 
I'm also I've also created this brand mm. with the name Sonia Booth. Yeah. So imagine, I mean, as a you, you've create you've you've gone on not only just creating a brand, but you've gone on creating a career for years and years and years. Of and course. people, when they see you, they see Sonia Booth. Of course. Right. So I mean. I can I can relate to that. Well, I mean that's tr- I mean in in my case that's completely the truth. I um I got married um you know only sort of towards my mid thirties and um by that stage I'd already spent ten years building up a private practice under the name Debbie Bright. If I suddenly changed that to my husband's name professionally, nobody would know how to find me. You know anybody who was wanting to um to to to, to rebook or to come back to see me after a period of time would be possibly rampantly googling my 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 prior name and not and not finding me. So it's, it would be destructive. Just from a pure business sense um, Although I have taken my husband's name personally So I've changed all of my documentation And all of those things But in professional circles I just wouldn't use his name um, um, Purely because I spent 10 years um, Working under Debbie Bright Yes The third reason given by ladies um, Why they did not change their surname Is the hustle to change it of back. Of course. Do you want to go to Home Affairs? No, nobody wants day. to go back to Home <laughs> Affairs, the licensing department, the bank. Of Let's course. not forget the forms that you yeah. have to refill for you medical for aid. finance, they don't know who you are. Insurance, life policies, investments, your website. I mean, you, you have a website for your business and you're known as Debbie Bright if you were to change your surname, as you said. Mm. Now, people have to be Googling you again to see, okay, and people... Don't even have the time or the patience oh, to she's be moved. keeping she's up with provinces. you. She's she, gone, of exactly. Course. Yeah. You know, so I mean, it 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 makes sense, right? Mm. Especially when you consider our home affairs, right? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I remember when we applied for passports for our boys. We we, we were there for a whole day, and I mean, mm. a whole day. There's you can make a lot of money in 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 a full day, right? <laughs> anyway, moving along. Three reasons divorcing mums change their last names. Most of them said to reclaim a sense of identity. Kathy was only too happy to give up her married name. Taking back her maiden name made her feel whole again. She says, it just felt right to go back to being me. I was reclaiming my individuality and sense of who I am. Mm. The second reason women gave was that I didn't have a choice. Megan, for example, could have kept her ex-husband's last name even if she wanted to. She couldn't. She couldn't keep it, that is. He made sure the divorce decree stated that she had to go back to using her murder name. Mm. Ouch. Leslie's ex-husband told her that as long as she had his last name, she belonged to him. Sure. She knew she well, had a good no reason to change choice it. but to change it. Psycho much, right? Yeah. She didn't want to belong to anybody. I mean, who, who wants to? The third reason was remarriage. Claire tweeted, just as well, I didn't change back to my maiden name as I am remarrying in a few months' time. I mean, it, well, it, she's it just talking been, about home affairs again because that would be backwards and forwards. Exactly, yeah. she would have, she would have been going there now for the third time, of course, right? Yes. It would and have possibly been possibly the ninth. Um, yeah. And and you 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 go to home affairs with uh, you know butt course and uh, yeah, and chair, trepidation and trepidation <laughs> and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So, Debbie, do you think there will come a time when it becomes the norm for a man to take up his wife's surname? Moreover. How about our kids taking up both the mother's and father's surname at birth? Look, I think it's more likely that we'll move towards a combination of mom and dad. I think that makes sense and people are wisening up to the, the sort of insidious power of patriarchy and how just not questioning things is so problematic. I, in my gut, I don't think there will come a time where men will take their wives' surnames. Um, but what I did think when I was, when I was considering this earlier is that maybe they'll, you know, there is a trend away from marriage in general. You know, it might be the whole institution of marriage that becomes a little bit less relevant and, 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 and therefore people would naturally keep their own names. Um, 
the children probably then would double barrel because um, there, there isn't a kind of legal entity of a family, but but they are definitely a product of both mom and dad. So my, my hunch would be more just away from mar- marriage in general and then a double bar- barreling because of, you know, the, the kind of merger of two families without a complete um, um, collapse into the dad's family. Jeff commented, the only true marriage name of an equal partnership will be a f- hyphenated version of both spouses' birth, uh, birth names. In the event of divorce, wives who did change their names would revert to their birth names. Divorce is a process of making oneself whole again. Recovery of one's birth name is part of that restoration to their prior individuality. Hmm. Hmm. Mm, I'm not <laughs> sure. That sounds all very idealistic again. I, I, I'm sure there are people for whom that makes perfect sense. And yes, divorce can be a process of recovery, a long process um, with a lot of steps and phases in between. Um, I don't know if we want in life to go back to our prior anything. I don't know if that's a goal. I, I don't know if we move forwards. Maybe the lady who who pr- started to pronounce her name differently was actually onto something that that she was that that. Um, I just worry, you know, so much of these things are so symbolic for us, and and I can imagine how going to home affairs post-divorce and changing your name back to your maiden surname could also, in some instances, just feel like. The last 10, 15, 20 years has been for nothing and here you are again. And you don't even know who this girl is that you left behind, um, you know, when you married. So so, so I, I like what he's saying. I, I think it makes sense. But again, it's aspirational. And some people will, will, will manage to see it that way. Um, but for the most part, I think I would just encourage moving forwards rather than trying to reclaim something or somebody that you left behind, you know, when you, when you, when you fell in love with this man. Um, and spent all those years figuring it out. Emma Johnson sent a message saying, I'm a huge advocate of women keeping their birth names when they marry. And she goes on to say, notice I didn't say mm. maiden name. Yeah, for sure. Ever think about how sexist <laughs> that is, she says. We don't think about how sexist <laughs> these things are. Of course we don't. Yeah. So, so would you engage her on that? I mean. I think she's a hundred percent correct. Yes, birth name, yes, maiden name, no, no. Um, but but unfortunately, we're still a little way away from um, integrating these thoughts into our in, into our practice for sure. <laughs> she goes on to say, the reasons have been well argued. You're an adult woman mm-hmm. who is not property of your husband. You have a history of your own a professional identity and public identity that is linked deeply to your name. Plus, duh, she says, you and every other member of Western culture has an excellent chance of divorce. Mm. Sure. Your opinion, your thoughts? Well, you know, I often, um, you know, I work with a lot of um, ladies and men who are um, very upset by their single status and my general general um, encouragement to them is that everybody is one breakup away from being single and one meaningful connection away from being in a relationship and in this day and age yes we know the stats we know that 40 50 60 percent of South Africans at any given time um, do experience a divorce so, so yes everybody's at risk and Often you can be completely blindsided. You don't necessarily have to see it coming for years and years. So she's 100% correct. So, I mean, you you mentioned earlier on that um, we're going to get to a point where less and less people are getting married. Mm. I mean, why is that? Probably lots of things. Um, Probably because of the divorce rate. What really is the point if it's, you know, until divorce do we part? Um. I think it will probably become the realm mostly of religious organizations and, and people that, that, that really prioritize their faith because I think that marriage is born of a religious philosophy. Um, whereas, you, you know, um, so I think marriage might fall away, um, and become, um, less relevant to, to, to secular people. Um, I think people are despondent. I think people don't necessarily see the point and, um, yeah, and I think there are trends like that um, already abroad. I think in 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 the UK and 
I think the UK in particular, there's there's a huge decline. A lot of people just look at you blankly if you ask them if they'll marry. Like, why? Um, <laughs> for what? Why what's ruin a good thing, you know? Is, 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 is that what what people are commenting on to say, what's what's the point of... There are trends like that, yeah. Um, you know, um, a, a couple of years ago, um, I'm not sure when the split happened between Angelina Jolie and mm, Brad Pitt. Pitt. Was it last year or year before? A couple of years ago. A couple think, of years yeah. ago. The, what intrigued me, or rather, um, the conversations that people were having on social media, um, Twitter mm. in particular, I saw a lot of comments um, as soon as the divorce was um, publicized. A lot of the a lot of people were commenting something along the lines of, "Oh my word, it's the end of the world." Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt are divorcing. I no longer believe in the institution of marriage, and I found myself wanting to ask those people. If you no longer believe in the institution of marriage because Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt are divorcing, what are you saying about the union between your parents? Mm. Can you yeah. help See, me understand? I just think that's a lot of hype again. And, and, and also the way that we put celebrities and particu- particularly um, extremely beautiful celebrities on a pedestal and, and, and just... Um, you know, imbue them with all sorts of superpowers that, that they don't necessarily have. And, and, um, for me, that's just a really silly thing to say. Um, um, I, I guess they just hold their celebrities up as, um, as ideals of, of great love and romance and, and just buy into the, the, the Hollywood of it. But, but I, I really just think it's silly. And, um, you know, if they turn to their own parents, whether, whether married, divorced or single, they'd probably get a far better sense of what real life is about because you're certainly not going to find that looking at Angelina and Jolie, you know, Angelina and Brad's um, um, relationship. You actually know nothing about it. You only know what they've put out there and, and how they've allowed it to be presented. As a, as a counseling psychologist, what would you say is um, the biggest, um, I don't want to call it topic or title, but mm-hmm. I mean, of all your, of all your patient, do Patients, clients, patients, clients. clients. What would you say is the highest percentage? um, The the, the type of counselling that you that you give is it more about? um, Do you see more patients coming to you about you know relationship issues? Is Mm. it more about um, what what other reasons could they be? As you said, uh, separation counselling. You Mm. said you also do divorce counselling. What's the majority? um, This changes year on year. Um, I, I don't entirely understand why, but at the moment, I guess I'm seeing a lot of clients um, that um, are really just trying to figure out if they can proceed in their marriages. That, that I might go into a session thinking that we're going to do classical marriage counseling and look at communication and problem solving and assertiveness and and meeting each other's love languages and all of those things. And really, we spend a good chunk of the time just um Pausing and understanding what this relationship feels like to be in and what it brings up for, for the people in it and, 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 and whether they can actually see the way through to continue. So it almost becomes pause and reflect sessions, um, which is Im- immensely useful. Um, but that seems to be the trend at the moment. People are trying to figure out whether, the, whether they want to carry on. And then some do, and then they'll transition into more, um, skills based tools, tools based, Therapy, and then some don't, and and they'll probably go their separate ways. I don't know about whether they'll put a picture on Instagram, but um, <laughs> with, a, with, a with a thumbs up, yeah, and a smirk. I'm, I'm not sure about that, but yeah. <laughs> One of the pictures that I I, I actually I, I I didn't send it to you um, for some strange reason, but it's it's a picture of the couple. It's again this uh, hashtag divorce selfie, and you see a couple who are still in the. In the office, I think it's the divorce, uh, divorce lawyer's uh, mm. office, and the guy is the one that's actually uh, taking mm. the selfie. He's the one uh, you can clearly see that he's the one that's holding the camera, and the lady in the background. <laughs> I'll I'll send it to you afterwards. But when you look at that, he's he's got a smile on, so yeah. he's happy to yeah. get in this divorce. But she's captured in in the background Photo with bomb. like. But I mean, the sure. look on her face, it's, yeah. it's, it's almost she's like mortified. She, she's wanting to, you know, she probably has, you know, a knife underneath, underneath yeah. a seat or in, in her handbag. And it's, yeah. it's hilarious that this guy was even brave enough to post that picture. He obviously has yeah. death uh, wishes. 
In as far as uh, separation counseling and divorce counseling is concerned, have you ever had a session with a couple and you just thought to yourself, my word, they're wasting their time, they're wasting their money, there's no ways they're going to survive together. And are you then in a position to say, listen, guys, you are wasting your time and you're wasting your money. This is not going to work. Have you ever done that? You know, look, I probably have. Um but I do believe that any relationship can work if two people really want to um, want to proceed with it. Um, I believe a, a huge part of my role, though, is just to mirror what I'm hearing. So, so there, there might come a time after uh, after several sessions where I just say, you know, guys, all I'm hearing you tell me is how done you both are. All I'm hearing is relationship fatigue. I'm not hearing a huge amount of hope. Um, you know, I do believe sometimes my role is just to tell to kind of tell them back what they're telling me, so that they can hear it and then evaluate if that's really what they mean. Where they can say, no, no, Debbie, you've misunderstood, and then we might find a thread of hope. And start working on that um, But I, I, I'd prefer Not to play judge and jury on people's marriages I, I believe that there is a, a, a little piece In everybody's marriage that belongs Just to them And and um, and, they, and, and certainly when it comes to Whether they continue with it or not um, But I mean I, I, I am also quite blunt Occasionally but but I wouldn't go so far As to telling people to end their marriage No, <laughs> no. That's, that's more calmer than I need Thank you very much you, I think you've just given me another hashtag for uh, a topic uh, in the future. Relationship fatigue. Hashtag relationship, relationship fatigue. fatigue. What is relationship fatigue? Is that when you when when you just need to be bla- you know blatant mm. enough to say hmm, ain't working? What is relationship fatigue? Well, I don't know. I just it just kind of came out of you. Made mouth, it up. To be very honest, um, but 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 I mean, I, I guess it's just burnt out. I just I I, I actually just don't care anymore. Uh-huh. You know, but 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 the thing, the problem with any sort of fatigue and burnout is that whereas you don't care now, you may very well care next week or next month. So we have to be very care- careful with fatigue and what it means. Yes. Um, you know, how often do we say, "I'm so done, slam the door and out," but you really don't mean it. Come 12 p.m. Yes, Debbie. Yes. Thank you so so much for your time. Thank you. I really appreciate the hour that you spent with me. Thank you. So and um, I'll I'll bring you again. Remember hashtag relationship. <laughs> relationship you made it up. So you no, just I made you, it you're up. Just I'm the Content for the next show. Thank you so 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 much. Thank you, so Sonia much. Booth. I'm out of here. Remember, aspire to inspire before you expire. Cliffcentral.com.